Hey, this is Zen Perry. Thanks for listening to the Zen Perry Project. I have a few requests of you before we get into the show. First is go to Zen Perry Project, Z-E-N-P-E-R-R-Y Project on Instagram. Give us a follow. Second is make sure you follow and turn on notifications for our episodes wherever you listen to the Zen Perry Project. And third is share the show with somebody. Maybe send them an episode they'd be interested in. Without further ado, here's the show. Thanks for listening. Oh, we'll, we'll do it together. Oh, is it on? It's been on. Oh, hi. Oh, hey, everybody. Hey, what's up? We are here in the studio. This is a very exciting uh, podcast interview for the Zen Prairie Project because we have all this stuff back here now. Ooh, look at that. We are calling this studio Bad Bishop Studio, and I have not announced that to anybody yet. So you're the first one here. And today on the show, we have Lizzie Darko, Woo. a musician that is incredible. Her music is really fucking fire, and I'm really excited to talk to you today. And I did the intro, and I'm so glad to be done with it. Ah, no, I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Thank you for asking me to be here. Of course. So awesome. You said you want to be a YouTube star at some point. Oh, yeah. And where are you from? This is like my dream now, because I'm living my YouTube life. I'm like living my, yeah. We are in YouTube right now. We're in YouTube world right now. Yeah. So yeah. this is the start of it. Yeah. So what? Where are you from? And like. And why am I? Take, here? Yeah. Take, yeah. Take, yeah. You, you know. Um. So I'm from Long Island. Uh. And I I grew up like in Nassau County, so like right on the corner of Queens. So I was very close to the city always. So I would like come in. It was like a rite of passage, basically. Like when you're like 14, 15, like when your parents just let you take the train alone into the city, and I kind of like had like free reign my mom trusted me really a lot so maybe she shouldn't have but I would go out in the city and like discover a bunch of things and I like would go to concerts and that was where I kind of found love for music and the city oh shit yeah okay so that's so you were just like on the train when you're 14 like yeah did, you, did your family like have a car going around here like yeah well my mom did um but like I we shared it so she was like you know at work so I would never really have like you know that much access to it it was like very like spontaneous what were the first had. shows you were like riding the train to um well, I remember like the first like real like concert like concert concert it was at um I think it was like like either Bower, I think it was Bowery Ballroom, and it was Young the Giant. Oh shit! And that was when I was like, "Wow, this is so cool! Like, this is this is amazing!" Like, and how old were you at the time? Um, probably around like fifteen, no, like fourteen or thirteen, like around that time. Wow! And did were you already playing music at this point? Do you have no. like a no, not well, at all? I had like I would take guitar lessons. And I, like, I, like, learned the basics of guitar, and then they, like, asked me, like, hey, do you want to learn, like, you know, like, how to, like, do solos? And I was, like, nah. Like, I, I just, I want to, like, just write songs. Like, if I know four chords, I'm chill with that. And <laughs> I, like, would take guitar lessons from this, like, really, like, obscure dude who had played for Harry Chapin. He would just work at this, like, random music school. He was just, like, this kind of, like, cowboy figure. And so, like, I, like, couldn't sing at the time, and I was, he would just like try and give me vocal lessons because I didn't want to learn more guitar and he would be like you'll get it one day kid like one day it'll hit you and I was like all right and that just like stuck with me in that's the back kind of, of my brain that's kind of inspirational because I I've had I hated taking drum lessons 
yeah so much and it's I, terrible I, I always hope my old drum teacher never watches one of these videos um <laughs> because i think he just thought i was total trash and he's like i don't this like oh, this yeah. kid sucks he doesn't care i just didn't care about like the things how old that, are you i was like i started playing drums when i was 12. oh wow yeah okay. and then uh my buddy jake who was at our show yeah show we played at bowery electric uh we started a band like immediately cool and he's uh yeah but i was just always taking lessons and my teacher wanted me to learn latin jazz which nothing against latin jazz i just didn't give a shit yeah yeah <laughs> i felt that. i felt that so i mean but i think he in general knew that i liked being in bands and like playing music because that was always what it was about for me i never just wanted to like be solo yeah yeah also solo drummers are like that's not really i mean is it, it, I is mean, a it thing. could be a thing yeah absolutely it just i don't i don't that's derive any pleasure from that or like practicing yeah. by myself for just like practice sake yeah i feel uh, like like music is like it thrives off of like the collaboration like and like that's that's like why we do it it's like the solo part of like sitting down and writing can be like really cathartic but once you bring it to someone else and then they like help bring it to life like that's like really when shit goes down so when so when did you start writing music um i had always like i was like really nerdy in high school and i would like be the, so? i was the president of poetry club and like i didn't really go out unless that's, it like was, cool nerdy though it was nerdy. Um, <laughs> that's was, like, that's, was, like, that's very, rad. I was very like Emily Dickinson, like Sylvia Plath, like don't talk to me, I'm emo. Um, but, okay, this uh, is sick as fuck. I don't, it's not nerdy at all. Okay, cool. I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. I, honestly, my, probably my biggest accomplishment at this point. But uh, yes, I was always writing poetry and then like I had new like basic guitar. And then during the pandemic, I just like started like fucking around and writing some stuff. And I showed my friends and they were like, this is like good. And I was like, thanks. Like, okay. Like, and so you said around the pandemic? Yeah. Oh, so like so not I, long ago. Yeah. So I just started like writing constantly because I had all this free time and I was like online school and like graduating, didn't know what I was doing with my life. Like, and so I just kept writing and writing. And then eventually, like, I started playing shows and started recording. What were you going to school for? Uh, I went to FIT and it was like, very, I was very lost. I still am. And um, I, <laughs> I You're majored, like, for the record, still lost, but. <laughs> yeah. I majored in uh, textile design and, uh, or like fabric styling under the textile department, very niche. And then photography and minored in art history. So, like, all over the place. Damn, that's cool. I mean, so you have that degree and. Yeah. So I have some, I have some degrees. And we're just yeah. talking about um, getting fair. Wait. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to like. Oh, that's going to be bleeped out. We, we edit, we edit these. I got fired. I got fired from a thrift store. Um, well, they forced me to resign. Um, I like was really bad at being a cashier and really bad with money because I'm terrible at uh, math. And that's probably why I'm really bad at music theory because I just don't understand things like that. It doesn't click. It doesn't click. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> um, so... Okay, we were going back. You were, so you started writing music, pandemic, and people said it was good. And when, when was your first, like, sort of collaboration with people? Um, oh, I've had crazy collaborations. Like, it was like. Because you, your band is tight. Thanks. They're they, super I, tight. It took us, like, well, it took me, like, a while to find the right people. And I'm just, like, in love with, like, the people that I work with now. And so, like, I've, like, found, like. These also, that's, like, a hard skill, like, 
to actually get people together and want to do all the same thing. I It's like a miracle to me. Like yeah. it's a miracle that people want to play songs that I've like written or like want to work on songs. Well, they're great me. songs. Thank you. Off. But it's just like, I, it like still shocks me. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, what? Um, but when did that happen? Yeah, when did that start happening? Like when did the collaboration part start happening? I would like pretty recently, like, it, like I pretty recently like put together like a like a band that I feel like we're all solid. We all get along. We all fucking like love playing together. Yeah. So it kind of has come to fruition. In Wh- that when sense. was your first? Sh- when was your like very first show? Even without a band? oh, it was a mess. It was like hot mess. Is like I feel like everyone has that moment. Oh yeah. But it was at um, it was at. The cutting room, the cutting room, and that was like um, a while ago, but it was it was a hot mess, uh, just because I was um, I drank a little bit too much tequila because I was really nervous, and As so I was being really silly, but I was jumping around a lot and rolling around on the stage, and that kind of stuck with me, and now I do that a lot still. That I have two things to say about that. First, that's really sick, and like I I've got a little too drunk before. I, I played at my friend's birthday party, and there was. This was in L.A., and I didn't realize, but there was a lot of, like, really high-profile musician-type, yeah. like, label people there because his mom was connected in that sort of way. And when I found that out, I freaked out, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to get really drunk. I, like, fell off my drum chair. Oh, no. At my friend's oh, birthday. Oh, I've done that, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was playing, like, a last-minute, like, set, uh, completely last-minute. I forgot where it was. And it was just like hours before my friend was like, hey, can you just bring your guitar and just do something? So I showed up. I wasn't even drunk at all. Like I just like showed up like immediately just jumped on stage. And I like at my last song, my foot had fallen asleep because I was like sitting like this the whole night. And I just flop on the floor with my guitar and the guitar that I love, too. And I was like, this is the most embarrassing, but the funniest thing I probably like done in a while. Yeah, I was Lizzie Darko, everybody. Like, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. And where was that? This was, I don't even remember. That's fine. Yeah. How many shows have you played, do you think? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just done a lot of acoustic sets, really. Yeah. Like, not many, um, like, full band. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still getting used to it. Like, I still don't really feel I'm, like. I'm surprised that you just started, like, really playing with bands like that's you, you like your stage presence is like on point thanks and uh i don't know what like where do you where who do you like drive sort of like inspiration from when you're doing when you're like doing a live show or like who who are your, some of your favorites karen O. karen O. oh yeah oh yeah like i'm a big yeah yeah yes fan like um who else I really love like like Mia from Pom Pom Squad. Like I love just like who else? Um, Kathleen Hanna. Like just like the classics too. Like and also like the like newer like generation of like punk and pop and yeah yeah who do you think are your top five inspirations artists artists that you like enjoy listening to oh wow maybe you couldn't live without i'm kind of obsessed so i have like like i really love charlie bliss i think (laughs) 
they're such a cool I think they're from Brooklyn they're like such a cool band I found them at Market Hotel recently and like just like Eva's like stage presence like constantly jumping around like like playing guitar doing doing it all like doing the most and like it's just so inspiring to me it's really cool and just like I love their music like the way they blend grunge and pop is something that like I really aspire to do and I think I'm finally like catching on to that with my newer stuff so I'm you know we're getting there you're getting there yeah, yeah. who else um who are like major inspirations yeah, like just he- people that you listen to the most a pavement oh. Oh. Oh my god, oh, yeah. Stephen Malkmus. You just did a little cover, right? Yeah, yeah I that just, was like, sick. I like to do little like covers of like pavement every now and then. <laughs> just just to try it out. Yeah, I like I just like just he has so many words that make no sense, and I love songs that like make no sense at all. Like 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 what like lyrics. what are your favorite lyrics from like that make no sense? Like example. Um, or like like lyrics that are just kind of out of pocket. Yeah. Just throw you through a loop. Like it could be like something like very simple. Um, like, you know, like, I love you, I love you, but then, like, like, for, there's, like, this one, like, Charlie Bliss line that comes to, like, mind, and it's, like, I can't come and I can't lie, I can't stop making myself cry, and I'm just, like, that is, like, the best line I've heard in a while, so. Damn. That hurts. That's... It's, like, wild. It's, like, it hits you in a weird way. You're, like, huh, yeah. Not so blissful, Charlie. I had to cut the video right there because the AC turned on, and we kind of just picked up on a whole different part of the conversation and i thought this was kind of cool so it's not gonna make a ton of sense but uh yeah just a little reminder that you can support us on patreon you can click on any of the links that you see below in the show notes if you feel like doing that all right back to you know the episode like i said it's it's mostly just to fucking hang out with people that's kind of why I do music is like just to hang out with people and I'm just like I just want to hang out make friends and like chill and collaborate on art yeah exactly it's like you can take it I can take it as far as I want and I get really incredible interviews with people I get to talk and learn some cool stuff but at the end of the day it's like I could advertise like crazy or I could just keep on doing this and you know give people you know it's for it's for the artists like the whole point of the podcast is like so they can have something they can show their fans yeah but it's also for you too like yeah. you get to i mean i think it's like a good exchange of energy it's like something positive you know like you're getting some out of this i'm getting some out of this we're like like sitting here having a conversation that we probably like wouldn't have had before so it's just like cool to get to know each other you know absolutely and it's really cool people are like what'd you do today it's like oh I just, like, interviewed this artist earlier this morning, and, yeah, it's it just feels cool, and they're like, oh, what'd you talk about? It's like, the last podcast I did was super interesting because he's in Sweden, and he got kicked out of his uh, recording studio because he, um, basically, Russia, like, mm-hmm. it was it's in a bomb shelter, and they need all their bomb shelters now. Oh, fuck. I was just like, whoa. I mean, you just, shit that you just, like, wouldn't learn about like the the whole world of music other yeah. than getting to actually like talk to people yeah i think you're talking about, like russian music with annabelle right like yeah how that's like a scene that's coming out now and i think that's interesting because i think like in t- like tumultuous times like the best art is created so oh we we got plenty of that right now it's oh, like yeah. every direction you look right now i don't know i'm 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 very much a pessimist uh when it comes to just like what things are going to happen in the world but I did have a thought recently that has made me feel better. 
and maybe it might make somebody else feel better, is like everybody at some point is going to be close to their death, right? And if like the world in general is not looking very like happy right now, like I, if I'm about to die, I don't want to dwell on all the bad things. Yeah. Right? You just kind of want to like enjoy what you got, like the friends around you and stuff like that. Like you kind of want to go out gracefully. Yeah. So I'm like, eh? If yeah. We're, if, if we're at the end, let's enjoy it. You know? Oh, yeah. I have a lot of songs about the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. it's. Uh, I can, a lot of my songs are about like, like mental health or like, like concerning lyrics and like, so I feel you on that. Like, I'm, I don't know if I'm a pessimist, but I'm definitely a little, a little bit there when it comes to. I don't want to be. I, yeah. uh, when people are just like overly, oh man, I, I might edit this part out, but when, and this is just a personal opinion and all that stuff, but like people still like wanting to have kids and stuff like that. Oh yeah. That's, I, don't, I don't know what I want. Uh, exactly. And like, I, I, you know, think I'd make an awesome like dad or whatever, but just like, I'm like, Ugh. I think a lot of people are feeling that. Yeah. If you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. I still go with this with my friends, you know, cause it's like, you know, I sometimes I see people from my high school, like, like settling down right now. And I'm just like, wow, I'm living a very different lifestyle than that. And yeah. it, it makes you question your reality too. You're like, is this like my path? Like, what should I be doing? But the end of the day, like you said, it's like you want to be able to look back and say, like, I did what I, what I wanted to do and what I had to do for my own mental sake. Yeah, yeah, it's it's imperative, but I can't imagine doing anything else. How old are you? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. I did not think you were twenty five. I feel old. You feel old? Yeah. Well, I'm twenty nine. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're not old at all. I feel it. I don't know. Once you get 25, shit changes, I guess. Honestly, I thought you were 22, so. Oh, my God. Wow. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, take that take that however you want to take that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, because Kate is 23, and in a lot of ways, I feel like she's, like, way more mature than I am. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's a very wise soul. She's, like, very on her shit. And, like, yeah, yeah I, I was, like, going, I had, like, a rough thing happen one day, and she just, like, texted me some really nice stuff. And I was, like, damn, you're, like, I, like don't haven't known you that long and like i needed to hear that you know yeah she's definitely a good force she and, like, is and an amazing talent like incredible that show is so fun and it was the first time i saw kate i don't know if this is the first time that kate played um like with a full band i think it was <laughs> She'd never had a drummer before. Yeah, because I'd seen Kate at, I think, Heart Bar. And um, it was, like, all electronic, like, all, like, to a track. Obviously amazing. But, like, with a full band, it just elevates it. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so cool. I agree. I, I think It's she's unlike good. any other genre I've heard, which is, this is, like, that's, like, the goal, I feel like, for a yeah. lot of musicians. I, yeah, actually, so you have described yourself, or at least your bio, I said grunge, hyperpop. Is that right? What else? What other sort of genres do you think you are? I, I like, that's, that's I like the best way to, to call it is like bubble grunge, which I don't know if that's a cringy that's term so to use, sick. but like someone called it that once and I like have just run with it because it's like a little sweet. It's a little bit angsty. And then there's like a few songs that are a little bit like more on the hyper pop side. And yeah. now I'm leaning more into the pop like side of things with the newer stuff I'm recording. So... I, and so 
I think this like this era because of the internet and it's been around for now a while, like people are just like loving this intersection. And I feel like people in general are okay with kind of being nerds and nerding out on different genres of music that were kind of seen as cringy before, like new metal is coming back. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. I never thought I'd hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then grunge and all that stuff. I mean, I learned to play drums with grunge. That's like mine. I love hitting hard. I love yeah. know, Dave Grohl and all that, you know, Nirvana. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Nirvana, like biggest inspiration. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's crazy because it's just like Nirvana is like the Beatles. It's like just like like you can just strip back a Nirvana song and it's a Beatles song. Like, and I almost feel like you could do that with the Beatles as well. It's just so like pop, like like melodically, like it, it, it's really cool. And I know Kurt was really inspired by the Beatles as well. And you can you can really hear it if you if you listen, you know. Yeah, I think. In general, I mean, he was he was he was all about the like the vocal layering, or I guess he didn't want to at first, but mm -hmm. whatever. Um, he was like super against that. He like didn't want to like double vocals, and I, like I I don't remember where I read that, but yeah. What's your favorite Nirvana album out of like you know your, your basics? Like, oh man, I think In Utero. Yeah, me too. And yeah. every everyone's it's like so never trippy. mind, but like yeah, In Utero I feel like is like their best work. I, I think it's, well, wasn't that the last album before he died? Yeah. Yeah. I think he was starting to go in a weird, like, direction. Yeah. Which I it, thought like, was awesome. The, yeah. I mean, Nevermind is pretty fun to listen it's to, though. so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. When did you sort of, like, how, how was, like, singing live? And when did you start recording yourself or being in studios? Like, what was that jump for you from, like, singing in pandemic to, like, singing for people, bigger version? It was terrifying, like, when I first heard my voice on a recording. Like, an iPhone recording is also scary. But, like, when you <laughs> hear yourself, like, with a mic and, like, you just, like, are you're in this controlled environment and you're, like, you know, recording into Logic or whatever, like, DAW you use, um, it is terrifying. And then you hear yourself back and you're like, do I really sound like that? Like, it's really scary. And then you hear yourself back like live and it's also a different experience because you sound so different live than you do in the recording and or at least for me. And I, I just have like these identity crises. So I try not to focus too much on that. Like, I like how you said identity crises. Like you're like multiple, there's yeah. different, they're sectioned out. I try not to listen to that. I try to focus on just like the songwriting part because for me that's like I feel like my strongest suit and like the stuff that I'm so most passionate about. How how do you, does your like um, workflow go with like writing songs? Do you just get inspired one day, or is it something you tr practice regularly? I yeah, it's a little bit of both. Sometimes I can go a while without writing a song, but I'll be like writing a lot of lyrics and my my notes app like is crazy. Like many people's. <laughs> I'm sure, but, um, and I'll just, like, keep on, like, spewing things, spewing things about feelings I have, and most of them don't ever see the light of day, but every once in a while, I'll pick on a lyric, and I'll be like, this is, like, fun, I'm gonna, like, continue this one, or, like, a few lyrics, and I'll be like, it usually starts with lyrics, and then the melody comes through, like, just, like, the, like, the beat of that. Huh, that, I've heard a lot of people kind of, like, go the opposite direction, usually it's, like, a riff, and then people will go for the lyrics yeah. but you're not a... well I don't consider myself a guitarist or like like a, an instrumentalist at all so I think like I like my strongest suit would be like the like the beat like of the yeah. right I don't know what the right word is but like the 
just like the the lyricism and the way yeah. that it flows off your mouth and like your tongue, you know. Gotcha. That's yeah. that's the the poetry nerd in you. Yeah, that's the poetry <laughs> nerd exactly. That's that's uh that's cool and like so that cadence and that that idea is kind of where you go with your songs. How do you how do you think of like the because your songs, as you were mentioning earlier, the production on them is all completely different. Not completely. There's a yeah. there's a through line. But you can tell you're like this is like the super ethereal one. This is like kind of the punk one. This is like kind of the more to the pop one. How do you conceptualize like at what point in like the songwriting does that concept come into fruition? Um, it just happens. I'm like whoever's like willing to work with me. I'm just like let's just like record. And like a lot of everything I was like the stuff that I was doing with like my first EP, Manic Pixie Dream. Like everything was live drums, and that is so expensive to record because it's like unless you have someone who has a basement with an incredible recording like studio, which is like not really a thing. Um, you really have to pay like an engineer. You have to go into a studio. Yep. I started getting really comfortable with the idea of electronic drums recently. And I'm actually, I really like the idea of mixing DIY and like electronic stuff because it's just the world we live in at this point. Yeah. And it's also the cheapest option for me. It's absolutely like, it's, it's where we're at. I mean, as a drummer who I used to like exclusively like make money off of drumming, but I always felt like I was squeezing artists for like money they don't have. Yeah. Um, and that's why I, I don't charge for drumming anymore I mean, oh that's so nice that's idea, very nice of you well i mean for people that you know like kate is such a sweet person mm -hmm. um but the idea with this studio is to make it a like recording studio yeah and like actually well, able to, it looks amazing yeah so. so far none of this stuff works but I mean, oh. I mean it works but i just haven't plugged it in but we're getting it all set up and then just gonna start doing drums down here uh neighbors be damned oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's fine yeah, luckily I live um, in an apartment with another like musician, uh, songwriter. We actually have Lily Arminda. We have a song coming out on August 11th, which is like the first song. like announcement kind of. So it's super exciting, um, and it's like a, it's a little breakup song. So it's very different than the other stuff. It's the first breakup song I think I've written ever, and it's really. Um, it's sad, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, like very like personal and sad. And, um, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, well, what, so you, this is a collaboration, yeah. right? So your yeah. first, like, first, like collaboration. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, luckily I live with another musician and I also, sorry, I touched. Okay. <laughs> luckily I live with another musician and I also live with someone who works in music, like does PR. And so we kind of like, and our walls are very thick, so we can, like, be able to, like, play at, like, 12 in the morning. And, like, we haven't complained about it yet to each other. So we can just, like, kind of spew ideas out whenever we feel like. And I feel like that's very rare in a New York City apartment to be able to play loudly or even at all. Really, like, express yourself and, like, make it happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I write in the middle of the night, mostly. Yeah. yeah. Do you just, like... What's what's your process? You like just come home from something and you just yeah, just like yeah. I'll just come home from like a crazy experience and be like, I gotta get this out right now. Yeah. How do you how do you like the New York scene that you're kind of like living with right now? How do it's, you like the people around here? I it's like a love hate. Like I love everyone, but also it's so small that you will run into 
everyone that you know in just one single night and maybe people that you don't want to run into or like you're just you're just like like how did this happen you know it just feels like you're it's very small it's very small yeah which is crazy because it's it's good and bad you know yeah it's I mean it's such a massive amount of people but you do end up running into the same people I know, yeah. And which is cool, like, you can, like, like build relationships off that and, like, collaborate through that. Yeah. So, it, I, it I think works. that lends itself to the New York mentality of, like, if I don't, you know, if I don't care about you or need to talk to you, I don't have to. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if there's, like, an ex there, you're like, eh, whatever, I don't I, They're over there, I'm fine. Like. Yeah, and I think everyone's pretty chill about that, you know? Because yeah. it's just, like, you, you can be at a show with, like, people that you know or like old friends or something that you maybe you had a falling out with or something. And it's just like, everyone's kind of just like, we're all, we're all struggling. We're all trying to make art. Like we all understand it. All doing our best. No one's going to start a f fight. I don't think, Yeah. you know, like we're all chill. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your, uh, what's, uh, what do people like from your hometown and all that stuff think about you playing music and all that I don't know. family, anything? Oh, they, it's funny, I'll send them, uh, like, a track, and it'll be, like, um, me, like, doing really dangerous things, or, like, like, you know, like, I don't care if I die right now, ha, 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 like, it'll be, like, a really pop song or something, and they'll be, like, oh, I love this, it's so catchy, and then I'll send it to my friends, and they're, like, are you okay? Because <laughs> I guess my family just doesn't really listen to lyrics, but um, they, they, they're supportive of it. They're all, like, like, into like completely different worlds they're like into like the more mathy stuff like like teachers and like and i definitely am... i thought you meant like math rock like prog rock oh no they're yeah. definitely not like artists or like in any way like like capacity yeah so it's very like maybe like odd for them that i am entering that world yeah yeah i mean you all were you, were you... You were always kind of, like, artsy, though. Yeah. I thought I was going to be, like, a graphic designer, like, illustrator for a long time because I was, like, really – I was really into that when I was younger. Do you do you do all your graphics and stuff like that for – No, because I, I almost find it hard to adapt, like, like the the visual to the – the song itself like that I, like the audio like I kind of want someone else to interpret it because it's like I lose perspective at some point once I've like heard the song so many times it's stuck in my brain I want someone else to just like hear it and then see what they think about it yeah huh I like that I mean it makes sense because I don't know once and especially the way you kind of like create music and you collaborate with people you like to have somebody else just interpret it and like take the production where it goes yeah but i do really like like creating a world like world building and like like having the direction in the sense of like this is the person i really want to work with because i think they get this idea that i really want to convey you know yeah so i do like i do really enjoy that like having a mixture of both that's kind of what i'm very excited about i'm doing a band with jake who i was talking about we're calling it dirtbag ivy and um it's we've just writing an insane amount of lyrics and neither of us are like songwriters we've always just played in people's bands yeah but the idea of like we can make like our these characters to fit into because yeah. it's like if we're just us like the guys who play in other people's bands it's not going to be like that fun to watch yeah but uh yeah that, that, i love the idea of world building you have an incredible music video out uh, oh virgin suicide yeah. 
Oh my god, my my and friend. What was yes. the process of that? We just were like, well, my friend Selena is just like this amazing editor, and um, she moved to London, unfortunately, so I don't get to see her often. But she's just amazing video editor. Um, just like had like once again like had the vision that I like was going for, and we just ran with it and like animated it, edited it, like. We just ran around Bushwick like for a day and just shot a bunch of different scenes. Yeah, and... Purgatory. Yeah, we're at Purgatory. Yeah, I love it. We just walked into Purgatory and we're like, because we wanted to go into the Red Room. They all have like different themed rooms, and we had this like vision, or she, like she basically specifically had this vision, and we asked them like, can we do um, like a shoot up like in your like venue area and they were like yeah why not so we kind of just ran with it they're really nice people over there yeah that's like where i go after work if i just need to like chill out it's like a i don't know very welcoming the most welcoming probably place yeah. <laughs> also sorry my stomach growled i like did not eat breakfast <laughs> i always forget breakfast you i always, always forget eat. meals yeah i I, uh, I haven't eaten today either i know i feel like that's the struggle of like running around constantly in the city you just forget to eat and then you're like fuck what do i do now <laughs> you're, then you're starving by the end of the night you're like i wonder why yeah and then you're like 12 beers should do it and then uh yeah and then the cycle continues yeah um yeah i uh, the, the music the music video looks incredible like in i guess the editing is really like what it comes down to but like the whole vision of it i don't know the, your music like plays into itself like lizzie darko like as a songwriter works into the the visuals, the visuals work in, it just like is a very cohesive package and it's like, and I, I'm, I'm a big sucker for like good branding. Yeah. I probably, you probably don't like to hear that word for that sort of thing, but what do you think about just like the overall look of things when you're looking at a band? Oh, I did. I love the world building aspect, yeah. which is like why, like I always looked up to like Taylor Swift because she just was able to create this whole world and like, she like was the like one of the reasons I wanted to learn to play guitar like in the first place is because I like grew up on like her like first few albums. What 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 your favorite? What do you think your favorite album is? Um, this one's really hard because it changes, but I think Folklore, which is like crazy because it's very opposite of what I make, but that one hits really hard because <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of like um like more like sad. I I, I always have like Sangirl indie stuff like. Like folklore, like Lana Del Rey, always, um, always grew up on that. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, I love Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Oh my god. I saw her. I had never heard of her before, and I saw her at Coachella. Oh wow. I ended up in like a front row with some somebody who I was with, and uh, it blew me away. I was sobbing at her. She played a concert in like like Jones Beach, and it was her like first night of her Norman fucking Rockwell tour. Okay. And she was like on the floor crying to like pretty when I cry and I was sobbing. I was like a baby at that. I was like just like Yeah. It was really crazy. I mean it was like I saw her so in powerful. 2012 and like I said, I ended up in that front and I saw people like going like hysterical. <laughs> Someone keeps crying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and people were going like hysterical for her and like I was just like this is like a whole movement or whatever yeah. she's also amazing at that world building like I yeah. think that's what plays like such a big powerful it makes part. it so much more fun yeah it yeah it's it's hard to be like because I, I feel like with with the project that I'm starting um in general people aren't going to come to the shows if you just they're like if we're like hey 
check out our music. Hope you like it. It's like, no, check out this like world we built. Yeah. You know, check out or the, like, this the, is like the, a performance, you know, yeah. which is like something I feel like Annabelle, um, Asher and like yeah. Kate, amazing at doing that. Yeah. So yeah. And Noah's, uh, Oh my God. Well Noah said. as well. Yeah. Like that, that when we did that, um, the Bowery Electric show all yeah. together. I think it was funny because we all had very different styles, but it was so cohesive in the sense that I think we all like had different like ways of like, like different perspectives on performing and yeah. it worked really well in that sense. I thought it was, yeah, that was such a fun show. And that was my first one in New York city. So, Oh, congrats. Yeah. I know you just moved here. So yeah. Uh, I'm, we have three shows in September. That we're doing which is all weird that's in september but three too that's a lot that's a lot of energy yeah it is there's a lot of energy and uh i don't know I'm stoked. Yeah. let like, me know when i'll be there oh yeah when, when's your next show i don't know i might play like an acoustic set at some point at like a house party but i don't know when like the next full band will be shit let yeah. that bum me out <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see we'll see we'll find out i'm sure something will pop pop in yeah. well, especially because you're releasing more stuff soon and oh yeah yeah what are what are you working on like so i know you're releasing song august 11th what is that called again it's called dull ache um and it's kind of about like that dull like almost like knife feeling in your stomach when you go through the breakup oh. of a relationship but it's kind of like still lingering in there for you and you just have all these memories and like almost broken promises of like, you know, like, oh, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, like, like I just want to say bye to your parents. Like, they've always been so kind to me. It's like, you'll see them again. You know, y you don't, you don't. And so it's like that heartbreak of losing like those memories and like they live inside your head. And it's, yeah, I, that's the way to describe it. Whoa. Wow. And so and you collaborated on this song and what what else do you got going in the works you you're just writing more recording more yeah writing yeah. and recording i like i really want to focus on that for like the next like few weeks slash months you know yeah what where did, have you recorded in the past like how did you like what studios basements and like my room like uh, like the really? past yeah the past few like punk rock singles that sound really super diy the rdox are in my room and like um yeah they sound they sound really good yeah. That was, wait, that was in your room? Like not everything, but like a lot of it. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it was. Yeah, just like vocally and yeah. like guitar was like all just run through like like computer amps and stuff and I like ran my vocals through an amp, but it was it was really fun to do that. Wow. Now where'd you where'd you like learn to record? You just kinda did it? Yeah, throughout the pandemic, I kind of just, like, was just constantly asking, like, questions, like... I think so. People are so much more literate on recording themselves than they ever have been in history. And it makes sense, yeah. but I'm just, like, shocked at how many people are like, oh, yeah, I made this thing sound great. I'm like, damn, dude, that's, like, studio quality. Like, I've paid good money to have something sound that good and you did that in your room and you just, like, off of YouTube learn yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, basically. What what sort of programs do you use? Like, Ableton, Logic? Uh, Logic. Logic. I, I'm... It's weird because I like I worked in like Adobe Creative Cloud for a while, like mm -hmm. throughout college. So to me, it's like able I'm able to like transfer that knowledge. It's almost like a very similar yeah. like um, setup. Yeah. So I'm able to like sort of transfer that knowledge over to Logic a little bit. So it's kind of how I've gotten there. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself like an aficionado in any sense about Logic, but no, what I know the basics. So what? A, yeah, that is all you need. I mean, Logic is it's it's pretty basic like i don't know it's hard to mess it up it's like garage band yeah yeah 
I love GarageBand. I hope some of my like my favorite artists like Sonia Espirito, Espirito, she um, we met through SoundCloud. I met like most of my favorite like artists and like in this scene. I mean, really? she she lives in um, like California, and um, so she has like create. I like actually DM'd her through SoundCloud, and I was like, "This wow. song is amazing." She's like, "I made it in GarageBand," and I'm like, "I would have never guessed." Like, it sounds really cool. Yeah. How how do you that social media aspect of like oh, meeting yeah. somebody through SoundCloud like that's that's something I just struggle with I guess I guess that's how I find artists in general it's for like the yeah. podcast but uh, what I mean how long have you been on SoundCloud or just like talking to people the social media aspect of it pandemic like a lot of times yeah. I just post like voice recordings of songs really yeah if you want to dig deep into the the lore. I'm sure there's some terrible ones out there. I should probably check them out, but it's almost endearing that like, like I, I look back and I'm like, wow, I think I've grown since then. So it's a good way to catalog your growth. You should just put it just that EP out of just find like five of your favorite like voice memos. I would love that. Yeah. And just like throw some beats on them or whatever. Yeah. It'd be very weird. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. Probably for a reason, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really I feel like artists are very picky, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? No, not at all. Like I if it sounds good, it sounds good, you know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's just like as long as the vibe the vibes are there, the vibes, I don't know. Yeah. What about just like in general with your life? Are you like a super clean person? You like No, I'm so chaotic. Yeah. I'm so chaotic. Like my brain is all over the place. My room is all over the place. That you strike me as like a you have that like both sides but i guess you know just first meeting so yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone said to me they're like it seems like you have your life together and i'm like in no way do i have my life together but i like nor do i want to i feel like i i, I like not knowing what's gonna happen next yeah yeah what do you what do you if you had to guess what do you think is gonna happen next couldn't tell you no you don't care not that I don't care. I just, I want to see where the world takes me. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, like I moved here, I didn't want to put a box around like what I was supposed to do out here. Yeah. I didn't really care if I ended up in a band. I didn't care if I like ended up doing a certain job or whatever, but it's been working out. I think it's when you start like constraining yourself and you're like, well, I have to do this. Everything gets yeah. way less fun. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, why they say, like, sometimes, like, don't turn your hobbies into a job because then it turns into, like, actual real work and you end up hating it. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to find that fine balance between professionalism and work and also that, like, maintaining that, like, childish, um, like, behavior towards when you first discovered this thing and that excitement. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you think you distract yourself with the most? distractions huh I think music is like okay music and like um watching ancient aliens Duh. those are really good distractions for me and like I like the whole like aliens are real it's like yeah we knew we knew that like yeah do you like, see that thing that yeah the congress thing yeah, I'm whatever. like yeah like this is not how, a surprise. I, I don't know how many things are gonna come out where they're like, yeah, there are aliens, but we haven't like said it. Oh yeah, I wonder how many like weird tests they've done on like humans and aliens. And I, I've asked people that like at parties, and they've just been like, "What are you <laughs> talking about?" 
Yeah, I just want, I want to be tested on by an alien. That sounds pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I'm sure some crazy shit has gone down. And yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if I want to know. No. No. Uh, what would you do if you saw an alien? Oh, I would. I'm pretty sure I've met a few aliens. Okay. There are some otherworldly people out there. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, just. Do you believe in lizard people? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know enough about them. What's your favorite cryptid? What's a cryptid again? It's a. It's like, it's like Bigfoot or like Slenderman, yeah. like that, like genre. Oh, man. There Mothman. was a. Boo, it's me again. Uh, just a reminder, you should go to the Instagram, follow us, Pray Project. Subscribe on YouTube. Do all the fun things. Support the artist. You know, Lizzie Darko is amazing. Do all you can to just get out there, see some shows, buy people's merch. You know, art's like the cool thing that we get to all connect over. So that's what this whole show is about. Hope you're enjoying it. Right back to it now on a completely different part because the camera had to be restarted. And now we're talking about New Orleans, I think. I'm not talking about cryptids. Anyway, here's the show. So New Orleans is like my favorite mm. town. Uh, I love that going is like there. my my like. I want to move there, but it's gonna be oh. underwater. But so is New York. Like every, everywhere is gonna. Be I underwater. couldn't move there just purely. It's just too much fun. Like it's so fun. It, it's I so would just cool. I would just die. Like there was there's like so. What do you, what do you do besides like drink and just like enjoy? I want to open up like a bookstore coffee shop there. And That'd just, be sick. Yeah, like like that was like a dream of mine for a while. I'm going in December very excited Ooh, for nice. my buddy's birthday that'll be beautiful yeah i i have never gone for like mardi gras or anything like that it's like it's such a crazy place that was crazy mardi gras i remember i went there because you I went for mardi friends. gras yeah i had a oh, few shit. friends at tulane so I, I went there to visit and then i just remember like at some point getting really lost in the parade and just like eating a corn dog like sitting down on the sidewalk and i was like huh this is this is interesting. This is an interesting place to be. Like just watching everyone walk by eating this corn dog. Yeah. No, it's it's the people watching is insane there. Um, it's yeah, I could talk about it forever. But did you ever see American Horror Story: The Coven? Oh yeah, that's with, with this probably Nicks? shaped me in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> so that that crazy house exists. And oh yeah, like yeah, the, and they shot a lot of it on Tulane's mm -hmm. campus. Yeah, yeah. So the where there was like all those torturings and all that stuff, mm -hmm. which is super fucked up. Um, my dad has a picture uh, on his little point and shoot. This is like kind of before iPhones were good enough to like take good pictures. And he has a picture. He has another one, and there's a purple orb in one of them. It's like in front. It, it's that mm -hmm. building, but it's like in front of this the window that was cemented off. Um, because the girl fell out of it. And, Ooh, yeah. Um, and purple orb. And then in the next picture, you can see it like going this way, and it's like super purple. It's like, it's wild. That's interesting. Like, we, we got back to the hotel that night, and he's like, what the fuck? He, like, he was just going through the pictures. And they're just like shitty dad pictures, but yeah. that one was like so wild to see. And, that's uh, crazy. So yeah, ever, ever since then, I think like that's my paranormal, supernatural bullshit that's happened to me a few times with orbs yeah. what like, do you what do you think um 
Well, like, I feel like orbs are, like, the most, like, the most, like, I've experienced supernaturally, but, um, like, my dad passed away when I was eight, and so, like, we, like, we, every time we would, like, talk about him or something, we'd take, like, you know, like, a shitty camera photo or something, and we'd just be talking on, like, a Christmas day or something, and then we just see orbs, you know, and it's kind of, like, a reminder, like, even if it's real or not, like, it's still a reminder, like, of that person, so it's, like... Yeah. That wasn't, like, a spooky experience. It was just like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah. I mean, your perception is your reality. That's, yeah. you know, if you see something out of the corner of the eye, you saw something out of the corner of your eye. That's, yeah. like, and you can't, nobody can really take that away from you and whatever that means. Yeah. I, out of my little basement window over here, I see a, um, fireflies. <laughs> that took me, I don't know why I had to think about fireflies. that. Fireflies, yeah. <laughs> fireflies, uh, the... You know, little lantern bugs. Wait, are they the, the evil ones? No. The, no, these are just the bugs. The you little... know the ones that are red? Oh, I've heard about they're those. They're evil. Apparently, yeah, they look cool, but you're no, supposed to kill scary. them. No, they're scary. Yeah, you're supposed to kill them. Um, they're like like parasites. Not parasites, but like they're like just like... They're eating every... They're eating all the bad... The <laughs> they're eating, eating all the good stuff. stuff. They're yeah. eating all the good stuff. And there's tons outside of my apartment, and I'm just freaked out like all the oh, time. They're all over the place. They're everywhere. They're like, that... they're... And also, have you just tried to step on one? Like, oh, I don't want to know. They, well, they fly. They well, I know. Uh, they don't fly, but they like they're like, Doof! like instant out. They're like yeah, out. They just hop out. <laughs> yeah, they're just gone. Um, which makes sense why they're so hard to kill. But anyway, let's see. All these fireflies outside my window, which I don't have that in California. Yeah, they don't exist there. That's interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen a firefly in so long. I'm kind of jealous. Really? Yeah. Oh, I went to Central Park the other day oh, at night. Nice. It was there everywhere. That's so sweet. I should go to Central Park. I haven't been there in a while. I got there a lot. I'm still new here, so. How long yeah. have you been in New York again? Um, New York City. Oh, I, I was living in Astoria for a while. I, like, dormed at FIT, so I, like, had that whole, like, experience there in Manhattan. And then I, like, lived in Astoria, kind of, like, pandemic-y. And then I moved to Bushwick, like, a year ago. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think Bushwick's the shit. I'm very glad I ended up here. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple more questions for you, and then I'll let you go do whatever you're going to do today. Cool. Um, one is, what do you do when you think that maybe you're just, like, not good enough to do anything? Anything in life. Doesn't have to count for music. Just... Oh, I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I get, like, imposter syndrome yeah, what, all the time. What do you do? What do you do about it? Uh, I, like, call my friends. I'm really lucky to have a good group of friends that are we're all there for each other cause, and we all, like, support each other in a way that, like, I've never really had before because, like, I was, very, I was always very shy in high school, even throughout college. And, like, so now I just feel like, like, opening up and coming out of your shell is just so beneficial in so many ways. And so having friends that are there for you. That. Yeah. And they like validate your experiences and like that. They're like, yes, you are, you are, you are good. Like, don't worry about it. Like, good mentally, you know, physically, like you're, you're good. You got this. You got this, yeah. you know, basically. Wow. Uh, but I think that's the way to go too. It's like, I've, you know, had some weird rough stuff happen the last year. And yeah, just being able to call some friends. It's yeah. like so important. And it's kind of crazy how many people don't really have friends that they can call. Yeah. And I feel bad about that. Or there's like a lot of like like superficial, you know, relationships or mm -hmm. like acquaintances. But like when you meet people that you really can just call in like a crisis, that's like that's such a good friendship there. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And like you can't take those people for granted because, uh, 
you know, it's rough life out there, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's better with other people because that's, like, what else are we doing on this planet other than just, like, kind of commingle and do stuff with other humans, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's why we do music, you know? Yeah. That's why I like, you know, being in the arts in general, or at least trying to, is because it's, like, the only thing that doesn't hurt people. It's, like, kind of, yeah. like, it's meant to generally bring people together. Yeah. Even if you're, like, kind of saying fuck you to, like, something in your lyrics or whatever like that, it's still about generally feeling good with the the masses. Last question. What is your idea of success? That's so hard. I think just feeling content with yourself and, like, like I, the idea of being happy is such a, like, like, vague term. But, like, that idea of, like, feeling like, okay, I can look back on my life, kind of, like, circling back to what we're saying, like, you know, I can look back on my life and feel like I did what I needed to do for myself and I I don't regret it. I don't regret my past decision. I mean, of course, we make stupid decisions all the time, but, like, overall, like, we, I mean, for me, like, success is, is just, like, knowing that I did what I had to do. Yeah, and being being okay with what's happened and what's happening. Yeah, coming to terms with a lot of things like that and feeling peaceful with that. How, how far along in that process do you think you are? I don't know if I'll ever fully be there. It's like always like constant work to get there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a maintenance thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. of course, therapy, therapy. <laughs> yeah. Big advocate. Yeah, I mean, after a brush out therapy, it's a, life's hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. It ain't getting easier. I feel like I'm like, for the ratio of like, how many therapists are there in the world? It's like, I feel like there's just not enough. Not enough. <laughs> Or good therapist too. It's really yeah. hard to find a good one. Because I feel like people are trying to grab that cash bag, maybe with like better help or whatever. You know. I know better help. I feel like might be a scam. I don't know. Maybe that's my controversial opinion on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yes. I <laughs> 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 appreciate your continued support. Uh, just kidding. Um, yeah. What other uh, what things you want to tell fans, people listening? Well, I mean, you should definitely stream Dull Ache when it comes out August 11th, and... Where do they find you online? Oh, you can find me on Spotify, you can find me SoundCloud if you want to find the real weird deep, cu deep cuts. You can find me on Apple Music, um, all of the streaming services. And also on my Instagram, Lizzie Darko, Darko with a zero. Darko. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks. Thank that you was for fun. having me. Yeah, this yeah. was so much fun. I am glad you came. This is yeah. great. Yeah. Right, turn this shit off. Hey, thanks for watching. Make sure to go follow Lizzie Darko wherever you can. Go listen to her music. It's really, really good. And uh, if you feel like supporting the show, we have the Patreon in the show notes wherever you're listening or watching. Um, you know, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. And I'm going to be taking this show to the next level. Like I, I really enjoyed doing this podcast and I'm opening this recording studio and I just want to support artists in any way I can. So reach out, let's hang out, let's talk, let's get your music going if you're an artist or, you know, just shoot the shit. Yeah, I appreciate you and uh, have a great day. Go listen to more episodes of the Zemetary Project where we do the podcast. Okay, bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Prey Project. Make sure to follow the Zen Prey Project on Instagram. Leave us a review for any of the episodes that you liked. And consider sharing this with a friend that might be interested in this sort of show. We'll see you next time.